What's going on, golf addicts? It is the Genesis Scottish Open. We are in, we are over there. Over, yeah, out across the seas for the next two weeks. Is that the direction for you? Uh, yes, this like, would be east. Like, this would be east, yes. That for me. Yeah. No, it's, it's more like that. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm dead-ass east right here. That's dead-ass yeah. east. I was a Boy Scout, and I wasn't, but uh, welcome. You know who would have been able to tell? Who? Joel Damon. Joel, that's true. Joel has an uncanny ability to know exactly where, what direction is, is yeah. what. Um, listen, it's the betting show, Genesis Scottish Open. We're going to get into it. We're going to break down the betting board. We're going to get into our six-pack at the end. Pat, <laughs> what can I say? You are the I mean, hottest man in the betting streets right now. The hottest. I, I don't know what to say. At least as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, now look, Ricky Fowler was on everybody's card mm-hmm. when he won. So I can't really take a whole lot of credit for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could take, of course I'm going to take He was credit. obviously the favorite. Yeah. Um, but Seb Straka was not on a ton of people's cards. As a matter of fact, he was on very few cards. Yeah. But he was on mine, DB, and we won some more units, and uh, we are now up close to 80 units. You are. You are. Pat it's is... It's a team thing. It's a team no, thing. No, no, no. Total, total team win. Total team yeah. win. You are up nearly 80 units on just betting outrights. If you just blindly tailed Pat every week of mm-hmm. the PGA Tour season, you would be up 80 Units. Now he doesn't put his units on Twitter for some dumb reason. I've challenged him to do yeah, that. Now I guess hour. I need to do that. But he, he puts him. Me. He puts him in the Discord. Yeah. Um, how many winners is that? I know it's back to back, but how many winners is that total for the year? Oh gosh, I don't know. At least six, maybe starting in twenty twenty three. Uh, yeah, because you didn't have a winner before. You didn't have a winner in the fall. I didn't have a winner in you the were, fall. You had such a slow start, and yeah. I came out hot, and now I am. Ice ass cold, frigid, toes are frostbit. But mm-hmm. I, but you know what, Pat? I've got guys that have been dancing around it. You know, they've been tiptoeing around it. I've had guys up there, ready to just they just not getting across. I mean, I had Post and I had Glover, I had Shink. You know, I had them. But so what I've done today, Pat, is do you recognize my outfit? Um, I, I do recognize it. But I'm not sure why. I mean, it's it's a very it's a normal DB quite you know outfit, bad birdie. Yeah. But yeah. Listen, I went back to my last outright hit. The, oh, which yes. was which was the Dell match play. Yeah, uh, when I had Sam Burns and Cam Young, and I just I'm wearing this exact same outfit. I just thought you know I'll go with the same same uniform, same outfit. You know, I tried the I've tried the drawing on my face thing that didn't work. Trying this. If you got any suggestions for me and you're in, you're watching on YouTube. Drop a comment. What should I do next? If this doesn't work, what do, what do I do next? Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love a suggestion. By the way, while you're here, if you're on YouTube, click the like button and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. So that's what I'm trying to do, Pat. I'm trying to get this. I, I like it. You know how I am. I'm very superstitious. Yes, you are. I wear like the same things for Georgia games. You are. Yeah. You know, I don't. So I'm, I'm in total agreement with this. And I've even said, I've told you already today, I think it's a DB week. I think it's time we tell you. And um, so yeah. I'm. I'm calling it right now. So yeah. if you win an outright too, I get a little bit of credit. Like of course, a little bit of course of you do. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, law law of averages, right? You just or you, the law of mud on the wall. You just keep throwing the mud. Eventually, mm-hmm. something's gonna stick in the mud. Hey, uh, by the way, we see you, Darren. Always good in the chat. Thanks, man. He dropped us two. Uh, I think that's two pounds right there, Darren. He's our he's our overseas yeah. friend. Um, we will we will uh, we will review the Barbasol outright board at the end of the show. But uh, listen. We'll definitely, I'll probably do something with it in the Discord. So if you're not in the Discord, hop on in there. Um, we got to start it off with Down the Board. Down the Board presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. <sighs> uh, listen, I used the Leaderboard app this past week to play Augusta Country Club, your, your home, home grounds, their home course. And the club was beautiful, but my stats on the Leaderboard app were not pretty. Uh, the ball striking has left me. I kind of scraped together an 85, but it was tough. Um, but anyway, love keeping up with it on Leaderboard. We've, we added a bunch of people to the Tour Junkies group, so that's good. The group keeps yeah. growing. If you're joining Leaderboard, make sure you join the Tour Junkies group so we can see everybody's scores. And we put up Leaderboard sometimes uh, of, of the Tour Junkies groups as well. It's a free app to download. By the way, 
I do have to let everybody know that the it is coming to Android. It's already been approved, I think, by or it's it's the the beta's done and they're like about to release the thing. I don't know whatever whatever they have to do for that. Uh, so it is coming. So heads up. But click the link, join Leaderboard for free. It's a great way to keep track of your own golf game as well as your gambling games with your friends. They have stroke play, match play, Nassau skins, nines, and more that you can uh, they can they'll dot the scorecard for you and uh, tell you what everybody owes at the end. And it'll push your scores and your stats to the USGA Gen uh, app if you need it as well. So down the board presented by Leaderboard. Pat, you're the king. You had Straka. You're the king of the leaderboard. Yeah. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, we can certainly talk about Straka, but I, I've already patted myself on the back enough there, I think, DB. But, um, you know, I got a couple more I'd like to talk about. One is Cam Young. Okay, now... Cam Young, everybody oh, was getting a little too Young. excited about Cam Young. Oh, yeah. I had people, I've had people in our Twitter notifications on Thursday yeah. and Friday about Cam Young. Getting a little too excited. I get it. I get it. But, but in the end, he kind of showed what we've been seeing. Now, look, I mean, it was a, it was a good finish for him mm-hmm. and not so great of a field, but still. Um, mm-hmm. But let's, let's just remember to not just, you know, get over our skis, DB, as some people like to say sometimes all right so we don't need to do that with cam young another one that i need to bring up is how about our old friend jonas blix god dang it somebody else tweeted <laughs> first, me about jonas first blix, round dude. leader first round leader jonas blix i mean he's not back by the way he's anybody who's asking out there i think we got a few messages is jonas blix back uh no he's not <laughs> but it's he's still jonas blix but good for him good for him he got some good tv time over the over the week and, but i had to give him a little you know we, the tour junkies go back a long way. We have a long history with Jonas Blix, so I'm giving him a little, yeah, little love did. on the on we the did. podcast here. The, the, this is the second week in a row people are chirping at me, primarily me, for the the Ludwig Aberg take and the, and then last week the Cam Cam Young take on Thursday or Friday. And people, it, it's a it's a four day it's a four day golf tournament. It's, it's a four round golf tournament. If we've been doing this too long, like. Shit happens. I mean, Seb Straka nearly gave everything away. I mean, I think when he, he was, God. I think an hour or two before he finished, you you texted me and you were like, "Do you think this is actually Seb's to lose?" And I was like, "Does a cat have a tail? Like this thing is done. It is over." I even tweeted like, "Is anybody going to watch the rest of this damn thing after Seb's done?" And there's an hour and a half left mm-hmm. of golf to watch. That's how much he boat raced everybody, and then he doubled eighteen. Like <laughs> stuff just happens, and so yeah. Victory lapping on a Thursday and Friday shows me you are you have not been doing this very long and and it's just not not smart of you to do. And and listen, I'm not gonna get entrapped. You're not gonna get me an entrapment. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna start firing off tweets at you on Thursday and Friday defending how much I didn't like Cam Young or Ludwig Aberg the week before in terms of betting him outright. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wait, but you can damn sure bet that if it doesn't happen on Sunday, your ass gonna be hearing from me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I'm letting people know. Cam Young finishing T6 in a powder puff field. What, if that's a victory for you to, and, and you're happy you bet him at 35 to 1 outright on Monday, then congratulations. I still think it was a terrible bet. Yeah. Well, again, it just goes back to the whole thing. And, and you know, it's hard in golf not to try and victory lap early, but you just can't. Golf is, is funny. I mean, there was no reason whatsoever for Straka to be in the water on eight. I mean, <laughs> Just dude, he had all well those people. He had all those people around. He was like, "I'm, I'm gonna 59 this. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna 69 it. I'm gonna 59 it. You know, I'm gonna do that yeah. and just jar in front of all these people." How crisp was that shot too? Like he yeah, hit it great. He just rips it, but it's a straight pull. I'm very familiar with that. I'm, I'm and, so familiar with the absolute flushed pull draw. It's not even funny. Yeah. Well, um, and I at that point, I'm thinking when he doubles. I'm like, this is, uh, Brennan Todd is coming, he's going to, and then Brennan Todd inexplicably <laughs> makes that bogey on the par three from like 25 feet out. Yeah, three, three putt. putt. And then I was, I, then I was feeling a little better at that point. But I, I, didn't, I thought it was over. I thought Straka wasn't going to win. Uh, I mean, it was. Yeah. What's funny is I can't even catch a break when I can't catch a break. I, I did not have Smalley on the betting card, but. The only person I actually placed a bet on that was not on my betting card was Alex Molly. Mm. So I'm sitting there like, well, 
Sep wins, team win for TJ. If, if he did just choke it away and Todd or Smalley's going to win, I'd rather it be Smalley because I won't be able to, you know, relish in it, but I did put money on him. Yeah. And I still, well, you know, still didn't work out. But that's how it goes. Team win, though. Team win. Yeah. Listen, if you, if you blindly tailed me and Pat all year, dude, you're still up like 55 units. Yeah. You're still winning money. That's awesome. I did give out some good prize play, prize picks plays this week. I had a couple, couple of hitters on that. That was good. Uh, we whiffed on the LPGA. Lady Marcus won like what four in a row, and now he's now he's lost the last couple. Um, so we did, he didn't he didn't get across the finish line in LPGA, but a lot of people winning in the Nut Hut. I saw a lot of tickets, a lot yeah. of tickets. So great um, stuff. All right, let's um, let's oh oh I forgot my down the board my down the board. I got three guys. And you know what? You know what it is, Pat? It's, it's FedEx Cup rankings moving season right now. You know? You got mm-hmm. five weeks left, I think. I think it's five weeks, four weeks, one or the other. And you, you better start getting there. You got to get in that top, you know, 125 it is or whatever. Top 70 is important. Um, top 30 obviously gets into uh, to Eastlake. But you got guys making moves right now this time of year. And speaking of the Barbasol, all three of these boys will be at the Barbasol. And, you know, if you start paying attention, you start seeing these guys buck their head. Lucas Glover, who we talked about last week, mm-hmm. leveled up the putting, went from 130 to 110. He was outside. He was at 130. Now went to 110 with his T6 finish. Your boy, Grayson Sick, Augusta boy, went yeah. from 104 to 97th in the standings. Uh, so now more comfortably in, like, the uh, I'll secure my card range uh, with his T13 finish. And then a guy who's showed up since I guess the Rocket Mortgage or maybe right before with the T17 finish Troy Merritt is one was 133rd and now he's 129th in the FedEx Cup standing so he's still on the outside but Troy Merritt's also a past Barbasol champ if we remember our yeah. Siwoo Kim it's Troy Merritt season I guess it right may now. be if we remember our Siwoo Kim I Barbasol champ bro story from uh, that we may have told in the Nut Hub before Troy Merritt Barbasol champ needs some points man I mean like so mm-hmm. there's a bunch of guys who are going to be playing the Barbasol and, and it's less points but you know, the, the points are important. Every single point is important. Every single place they can move up in the FedEx Cup standings is important, and it's something to monitor and to watch all, uh, all, all the rest of these next four or five weeks, whatever. So that yeah. was kind of just those three guys moving up the board, showing out, showing up a little bit, I thought was interesting. Okay, top of the betting board, Pat. Uh, listen, it's Monday at 2 o'clock, and you know what you don't do on a Monday at 2 o'clock when there's a tournament in Scotland, Pat? Uh, probably make too many bets when you don't really know what's going to happen with the weather and yeah. anything else. So nailed it. Like you've been doing this for a while, huh? Yeah. I mean, look, we've been over to Scotland. We've seen it. The weather can change quite quickly. Although we got very unusual mild mild weather when we were in Scotland. So. Yes, we got great weather. Uh, can I? I'm gonna do. I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna share my screen because I see something weird. I was just looking up Windfinder. Look at the yellow. Thing up top. I've never seen this. Yellow rain warning. Do you see that? Huh. Yeah, I do see that. What? Oh, okay. Oh, code yellow with the rain. Okay, okay. I was wondering what that was. Um, yeah, it looks like I don't know. Like it's gonna be. It looks like it's gonna be kind of wet. Like they're getting rain now. They might get some more rain on Wednesday. Um, and maybe even rain on the weekend. So that, that could get interesting. Um, last year, there was more than a two-shot advantage, weather wave advantage. The AMPM had the better side of the wind draw last year at the Genesis Scottish Open that Vander Schauffele won. Um, so, I mean, I said, I said it this morning in the first look show, like I would just rather, yes, I might miss out on a little closing line value on some names. You know, if I fire on Wednesday, maybe they were a little bit longer on, on Monday. But I would rather miss out on that than fire too much today and those guys be, you know, dead on arrival or, or two, you know, a shot or two shots behind um, because of a wave disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't think, I think probably because of that, um, a lot of the sharps out there know this. And so you probably won't see as much line movement as you, as you might yeah, normally see. 
um, from a Monday to a Wednesday because of that, because some a, a lot of people will hold back until then. So, I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but that that's just something I would imagine would would happen. So, yep, yep, maybe. Um, I mean, I guess we should talk a little bit about the Renaissance Club or Renaissance Club there in North Berwick. And I'd be remiss if I just didn't say again, the North Berwick West Links course right next door is the greatest golf course I've ever been on. So um, wish I was there. Uh, wanted to wear my North Berwick hat. I wore it this morning in the first look show, but I had to get the I vibes. You were, I was surprised. And yeah. then, well, I'm surprised now you don't I have yours on. Uh, yeah, I have a story about that. But what? You, what happened to your North Berwick hat? It's it you know speaking of you playing at Augusta Country Club it's in a locker at Augusta Country Club. I wore it during Masters and uh, left it in the in the, my dad's locker over there. So. Mm, I wish I would have known that I would have stolen it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. North Berwick uh, is the town, the small little whaling town that we we all fell in love with on our Scotland trip. Renaissance Club. So they they played it here last year. Xander won at seven under. The cut line was three over. They've also played the Aberdeen Scottish uh, Open uh, since 2019 here, where um, Bern Wiesberger won, then Aaron Rye won, and Minwoo Lee won in 2021. So uh, I think it played much easier then, uh, even last year. So one of the things I, I did in the Discord, if you're in the Nut Hut and you have not stopped in and read what I put, what I put in the research channel last night, I've dropped a lot of stuff, good for DraftKings, good for betting in general, good for prop stuff. But uh, I also went through a lot of all the old press transcripts from last year's tournament, all seven days, Monday through Sunday, um, and read a lot about guys who had played in the Aberdeen and were playing in Genesis last year and said how much more difficult they made it um, for the Genesis Scottish. So I, I wouldn't expect, I mean, I think it's nice if, if guys have a little bit of experience playing the Aberdeen Scottish, but it might be somewhat irrelevant because I think I think this place is just set up different with the strategic alliance that that you know is the PGA and DP World Tour, and this was the first event to kind of kick that alliance off. Um, I don't know what that alliance looks like today, but I think it should play a little more difficult. But I guess it depends on if I mean I guess if this rain's going to come, yeah, man, that's really going to take the teeth out of the firm and fast Scottish conditions we love. Was Aberdeen at a different time, or was it about the same time? Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't know. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if it was. Um, not. I don't think it, it would matter too much, but I yeah. Mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Scottish weather expert. Yeah, yeah, same. So, I mean, I, I think even if it's not, even if it's not wet from, like, let's say the rain doesn't really come or doesn't do that much, I think last year kind of showed a lot of advantage to the long hitters. Um, I mean, even Kurt Kitayama kind of made his name known last year with with the runner-up. I had him at 150 to one. Of course, it didn't cross because Xander won, but mm-hmm. a lot of bombers did well. Uh, there were very, I think, 49 percent of the fairways were hit on average for the week. Not a lot of fairways hit, but the rough also wasn't super penal. Not a lot of penalty shots to go around out here. It's not a lot of water. Not, nothing really to to be worried about. It's just kind of, you know, rough. Some gorse bush here and there, some you know, some Scottish deep pot bunkers at times. You got to be careful of. But um, I think a lot of guys just bombs away, just sent it. And I think the bombers may also will have an even greater advantage if uh, if the rain comes. So uh, I think either way, it's going to be a bombers advantage here. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. There are a few in here that I have that are are not bombers traditionally, but uh, for the most part, I think, I think you're right here on this course. So, plus, I mean, I think if you're going to get, you know, if you're going to attack this course with a lot of wedges and, and, and that kind of thing, you're, you're going to, you're just in general going to have a, a better chance for this course. So I like yeah. it. Yep. Um, par 70, you got uh, five par threes on this course, which is interesting. Yeah. Three par fives, five par threes. Um, Anything else I want to we need to talk about? I mean, yeah, like like we said, I, I think it's just one of those weeks where we we hold off a little bit on the units. So I would imagine both our betting cards will drop on Wednesday. Uh, doesn't really matter when mine drops, right? Right? Doesn't really matter. Of course, but, it matters. Um, yeah, that's right. I got new vibe. I got I got the yeah. vibes. I got the match play vibes. Yeah, I'm the not that anyone cares card. Not you. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into it. Top of the board, we got. Oh, that's the Barbasol board. All right. Scheffler, Rory, Cantlay, Xander, Hovland, Fowler, Patton, Fleetwood, Speed, Fitzy. That's kind of your 25 to 1 
or shorter range. Um, and listen, you know, we're not we're not really going to super commit to a lot of these picks. We're just going to kind of talk through some names that are interesting, storylines that are interesting. Like, because like, like we said, a lot can change. So, Pat, what do you think about these guys? What are you doing up top? Well, I think, you know, when I just look at this, um, I feel like the first name I get to before I want to do anything is Fleetwood. Mm. Um, Fleetwood, Fitzy, and Spieth right there in a row are the three that just kind of jump out at me as pretty decent values up here. Um, Fleetwood obviously had a, I think he was what, top five last year in this golf tournament. Uh, we've seen him play well all year long. Um, now he's not on U.S. soil, so that means he can probably get a win. So Fleetwood there is 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 one that I really like. He's around, I think, 22 to 1 somewhere is what I'm seeing there um, over on BetMGM. Spieth and and Fitzy, all, the, all are at that number at 22 to 1. Um, I, I just don't know if I want to go go up top here with, with Scheffler or Rory. Don't really like Cantlay. Um, I know he played well here last year, too. I, I just can't. Ricky, yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, I don't know. I can't say I don't like him at 18 to 1 because I bet him at 14 to 1 a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, those three are my favorites as, as I look at this. Yeah. Um, Scheffler worries me a little bit. Like, you know, th- those large Scottish greens and like the lag putting and having to make a lot of like five to 10 footers to save your par. That worries me a little bit with Scotty. Uh, he missed the cut last year, but I think he may have been on the poor side of the draw. I'm not, I'm not for certain. Now, Cantlay was on the bad side of the draw and still finished top five. Um, he's interesting to me from like a, I mean, 12 to one, whatever, but probably more of a, a lock top 10 for me, which I just did with Cantlay at the Travelers that paid off. So that's what I've kind of been yeah. doing with some of these, with, you know, one of these top guys up top. So plus 150 to top 10 on DraftKings right now. You might get a better number on FanDuel or something later. Um, I, I think I'm out on, I think I'm out on the, uh, on the shorter, the shorter Wimby boys, the Wimbledon boys, JT, uh, yeah, JT, Rick, and Jordan. You know, you mentioned Jordan. I, I think I'll probably pass on Jordan, um, even though I could, I could totally see the fit here. He just seems kind of very unpredictable, right, at, at the moment, a little bit um, with his game. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get there. But you know, miscut at the U.S. Open, miscut at the at Colonial. I just, I don't feel like the value's great on that. Um, we'll talk about JT here in a little bit. The the one that's that really gets me going right off right up top is is Hovland at eighteen to one. I know he missed yeah. the cut here last week, but I, last year, but I don't care. Um, I think the chipping is better, which is which is going to help help him a lot here. Statistically, it was a pretty easy course to chip on. It wasn't super difficult, which I think that helps the, the worst chippers. So, um, uh, Vic Vic at around what's his best number eighteen? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much eighteen to one everywhere. I like that a good bit. Of course, I like Tommy Ladd at 22 to 1. I- I'm with you there. It would be very fitting. I think our boy Spaz in the Discord has been talking about it a lot. It's going to be fitting for Tommy to finally win as soon as he steps off the of U.S. soil. Um, you know, he went home. He went, you know, went back to the motherland after he missed the cut at whatever tournament it was. And he rested up, you know, saw the fam, went to Wimby. Looked fantastic at Wimby, by the way. Like, Tommy Ladd, way better dressed than Ricky, Jordan, or JT. Did you I don't I actually didn't see any uh, of Tommy Ladd at, at Wimbledon. What? I don't know how I missed that, dude. You look like a you look like a, a James Bond villain. He looked fantastic. Let me let me pull up a picture here. Let me see. Let's see if I can get one. Uh, yeah, dude, you didn't see Tommy Ladd? Yeah, I didn't see that one. Of course, I saw JT and Ricky and and Jordan. Um, but I'm trying to pull up a picture. Rolex was just trotting them all over the place there yeah well yeah why not huh here he is look at him oh that didn't even look like fleetwood kind of doesn't maybe it's not what if real fleetwood was like beating balls somewhere and getting ready yeah kick ass Mm. anyway um and then hatton so for me it's hovland hatton and fleetwood up here yeah i like hatton Um, too i was i was about to mention them kind of saved them for you db oh thanks 25 Mm -hmm. to 1 on bet mgm um that is that is definitely a good number his links record speaks for itself his recent play speaks for itself i just think i think hovland and 
and Hatton are two of the best values up top for sure. So yeah, okay. uh, and then I'll probably roll out the top ten Cantlay. So that's kind of the top of the board. Um, I got an announcement for the Nut Huts and for the fall, Pat. You know, football season's coming. Uh, you got college football is going to be starting in you know not too long. NFL football right around first of September. The Discord, the Nut Hut. Definitely, uh, it gets a little slow because, you know, the golf season's winding down. The fall swing isn't super exciting. But there's definitely a ton of diehard football people in there. We got best ball folks and um, gambling, DFS, props, whatever. We got everybody that, mm-hmm. that all, all kinds of football betters. We've got the gridiron thread in the Discord if you're doing that. And we've got, some, we've got some folks we've been talking to in the Discord about possibly jumping in and doing a little bit of content for that in the Discord exclusively. But we're also going to get a little help from our friends at SoBet. We finalized uh, something with our friends at SoBet every single Saturday, starting on August 26th. We're calling it Week Zero, baby. It's right before, you know, I think there's like two college football games that week or maybe like Notre Dame, Navy or something that week. But it's really just before college really gets kicking. Starting that week and every week, all the way through the end of the NFL season, uh, we're going to have a handicapper handpicked from SoBet join us in the Discord on Saturdays. Pro- we're looking, we're going to finalize the time probably around 11:45 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays, um, or maybe 10:45 Eastern, one or the other, on Saturdays before all the noon games really start getting going. And they're going to come in live on the stage and chat it up, mix it up with the Discord fam, and just talk betting. And some of them are going to have specialties in other areas, certain areas. We're going to try to get a, a, a Discord Nut Hut family ride or die play of the week, lock of the week, exclusively provided by uh, our capper. And then we're also going to try to put together a, uh, a Discord parlay every week that we mm. can all ride together. That's going to be everybody contributing so we can all just ride it uh, every Saturday or Sunday and or Sunday for the NFL season once it gets going as well. So, um, Pumped about that. Want to add some value to the Nuthud members in the fall. That's going to be a good time. And you're getting it from our friends at SoBet, who uh, we talk about it every week. But they, they've invested in the tour junkies, and we appreciate it. So if you like us, if you appreciate us, then we would like you to appreciate SoBet and give it a shot. Um, $9.95 a month with code TJ. Or if you want to do the six-month option, you get, it for, you get all six months for less than $40, bucks, like $39. Bucks, and that'll take you well into the NFL and college football season. And you get hand-picked access to almost now 40 handicappers that SoBet has selected uh, with every sport imaginable. So um, check it out. Link is in the description of the show. Promo code is TJ. It's a beautiful thing, that SoBet. I've, I've been blindly tailing baseball bets most of the days in these dog days of summer, and it's working out nicely. So better than my, than my golf picks are going. So. <laughs> uh, I'm excited about SoBet Saturday. It's going to be fun. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, mid-range, mid-range, up to around that 75-to-1 spot. Love this, love this range. Pat, you know who kind of got the juices flowing in the first look show this morning was Wyndham Clark again. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, and I think our boy AK brought up, he brought up a, a, a thing, which is, I, I, when you say it out loud, it feels weird, but, you know, is Wyndham Clark really going to win three times in a season? And, and that's valid. That's a valid point, you know? Um, it would be weird. I, I think people also thought it was going to be really weird that he would win the, the U.S. Open. Um, I think that, you know, people might have thought that would have been weird for Scotty Scheffler after he won first time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as I said in the chat, like, Wyndham's more confident as ever, and we've already talked a lot about his game. He's got the game that travels literally anywhere. He's a 48 to 1 is the best number on FanDuel. That's shortened considerably. Um, I think he's getting, he's getting knocked down. He's getting hit. Um, so, what do you think about, about a Wyndham Clark? Finished 16th here last year. Yeah, I, I looked at it um, just when, you know, getting ready for the show. And I, I agree. I mean, I, you know, to be, if, I, if I were to get a bet on like whether or not Wyndham would win another event for the rest of this year, I'd probably take it. I think he can win another event. I mean, he's just that good right now. And, you know, it's, you can't just think of him as, you know, this is Wyndham Clark for the last two, three years. I mean, he, his game is, is, you know, leveled up considerably this year, and, and I think he can, he can certainly win and obviously has shown in his two wins this year 
that he can do it in very good fields. So um, I'm with you there on uh, old Wyndham. This is a great range. I, I agree. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys in here. I think Minwoo Lee can win this event again. You know, he's 35 to 1. I would like that to number to be a little more. I just was kind of open when I was looking at this that it, that would have been maybe close to like 45 to 1. Yeah. But but I do think Minwoo Lee has has some potential too. And I'm I'm going to press the button on Shane Lowry, I'm sure. It's you gonna are. It's going to happen. I'm not, I'm just, you know, we said we're just going to talk this out. I'm talking this out in my brain right now when I see his name. I just have this feeling I'm going to end up clicking on him and betting him. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. That, 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 now that makes me worry. With the heater you're on, that makes me worry because, like, I feel like in the last couple weeks that Shane's been playing, I've been riding with Shane. I, he's been on the betting card. I, I yeah. did a video about him getting squeezed in DFS one week because people ignore him in the 8K range or whatever. And he's been a great DFS play. Uh, he's he's played fine. He's not at all been in contention, but we, I mean, obviously, he's a winner, multiple winner, major winner. Um, and and so I pretty much this morning, even I pretty on the first look show, I pretty much just resolved like I'm probably not going to bet Shane Lowry outright. I, I might bet him top twenty at a good plus number, um, top forty maybe for sure. But I had already resolved I wasn't going to do any, anything in the outright market. I was going to look for him to, again, be low-owned in DFS and, and roll that way. But now you're saying you like him, which means now that I've said all this, <laughs> ipso facto, if I don't bet it and you do, you're, he's going to win, and then I'm going to get shit on even more. Perhaps you're overthinking. So now I have to bet it. Maybe. Damn it. I mean, okay, I'm riding Shane Lowry. I, I, I just think, look, what did he do here last year, by the way? You know, he's played well. I mean, again, very consistent. He didn't play may, last year. Yeah, which may, you know, like you said, in DFS, I mean, you're looking at just, I mean, solid three top 20s in his last four events. But, uh, yeah, you know, I like Shane. I'm going to end up clicking him. Now I have to. Can I bring up another person that just yeah catches my eye too? Adam Scott at sixty to one. Hmm. I'm just afraid to disagree with you on anything. I, you can disagree. I with don't know. I don't. No. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to get the tweets and to, you know people pull the clips. I don't want to have to do that if I if I crap on one of your picks and then they win. I don't want to have to do that. So well, just, I mean, do you have a general thought on Adam Scott? Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I'm just Come here. On. I'm just here to press buttons. I'm just here okay. to press buttons. Well, listen, it's somebody to think about. Look, I'm just going to do this. Oh, well, no, I'm just going to do this. Pull me off the screen. No. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, uh, we're clicking Adam Scott this week, folks. That's <laughs> 60 to 1. All right, so let's go to, back to DB. He's backstage. We're going to bring DB back in on, on the stage. Who, do, who, who are some names that you like in this area? that are Because you, know, you did say it was a range that you thought was good. Well, I'll keep my, um, you know, I mean, I, it's, it's hard not to like a 70 to 1 Alex Smalley after mm-hmm. what he just did with his irons uh, at the John Deere. I mean, obviously a totally different, totally different tournament, um, totally different golf yeah, but course. He was top he 10 fin- here last year, I think. I was just about to say, yeah, finished 10th here last year, ninth at the Travelers at an elevated event. Like, Smiley feels like he's, he's clicking, um, and it's kind of, you know, a matter of time for the guy. It probably won't be at an event this strong, but I, 70 to 1, I'm willing to kind of take a chance on it. That actually was one this morning. I was like, you know what? I may go ahead and bet it because I could see that one getting bet down pretty good. And at 70, if he does get the wrong side of the draw, it's like, well, it, it's, it's not like I'm spending a, you know, a heavy unit on it like I would if it was friggin' Victor, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets crapped on by the draw. So Smalley's interesting to me. Uh, Clark, I'm looking at. Can, what about J? What do you think about JT? JT is currently outside the top, or he's, he's, he's number 70 in the FedEx Cup standings. Like, he, he's got to be kind of looking and going, 
like, damn, I got to get my ass in gear. Which is weird that he was like, he looked like he was on edibles at, at Wimbledon with his boys. But I mean, at some point, he's got to just get it together, right? I agree. But here's what I think about JT. I, I think if you're going to play him and, and you, you want some potential value, but not really just, you know, expect him to win, which I don't expect him to win this golf tournament, then just, I think you just throw him in in DFS. But I don't, I don't think I want to bet him. Even at these outright numbers that I know look incredible when you see JT at 40 to one or whatever it is, but I, I just don't think he's there yet. And at least not to win. I think you still have potential upside with him if you play him in DFS from an ownership standpoint and whatever else. But I'm not, I'm not betting him to win. Yeah, I just I don't have a I don't have a full feel for it. It's just an, it's just like I've, I mean I've definitely been anti JT for the last few weeks because I, I didn't feel like he's got it. But I don't know. It's, it's just starting to get to that level of. Maybe maybe it intrigues me considering where he stands and his season and how let down he probably is. He he showed a little bit right at the Travelers. Was it the T ten or T nine or or what what tournament was that? I don't know. One of those tournaments. He was he was T nine at Travelers. Travelers. Right. Um, amongst three miscuts. Yeah. So I you know uh, I don't know. JT's a creative player. You know a good um. Got plenty of. He's actually got a fair amount of links experience. He came here for the for the Aberdeen um, when it was here. Or bef- you the know, thing bef- is, like, I mean, what's the biggest deal for him? It's been putting, right? So, yeah. Do you uh, trust a guy who's not putting well on basically what fescue greens that you know could probably get a little bit? Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't. I would rather like see him on just some pure greens like Travelers where he did. Like decent. He still didn't gain strokes putting though. Yeah. Well, so again, do you really want to trust him to win outright? Yeah. I to actually know. put him on the card. Maybe it's a top five. Maybe if you feel that good about it, you do a top five. Yeah. Plus eight fifty. Um you know, I, I will say too, uh Ryan Fox is just a guy that kind of a guy that I I'm generally drawn to, Ryan Fox. He's eighty to one on FanDuel, MGM, points bet, um, good good links record. Not a tremendous record here, but always kind of has been in the mix for a lot of majors, a lot of elevated events. Uh, didn't he come out hot at one of the majors this year? He, he, I, think he, I feel like he started really hot and then kind of fizzled at one of the majors. But T23 at the PGA, T43 at the US Open. I don't know, 80 to 1 for Ryan Fox feels like a pretty good value to me. Yeah, I had not looked at him yet, but now that you bring him up, I, I like that a lot. Um, Hits it far, far, far. Yeah. I mean, I think Aaron Rye is is a guy that, you know, we've seen him win on this course before. He's at 75 to 1. He could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else here? Uh, I think that's it for right now. Uh, our boy Darren in the chat says uh, Tom Kim in the 60 to 1 range. This is the tournament where he bursts on the scene. Can he, can, he can do well again. I, I looked at Tom. I remember him saying, and I, and I saw it again in the, uh, in the um, press clippings that I went back through yesterday, that this tournament last year was his first time playing on a Lynx course. He had never played Lynx golf before. Uh, so he finished third. Then he followed that up with a 47th at the Open Championship. I don't, I don't love... I don't love Tom Kim um, here. I would, I would like a little more distance. I would like the putter to be a little bit better off than it, than it was last year. Um, I mean, better off than it is right now, but like compared to last year, it's not, it's not very good. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think I want Tom Kim. You interested in Tom Kim? Uh, it, there's a part of me that's got some interest in Tom Kim. Okay. There is. Um, so I, I think I could I could see myself clicking him, putting him on the card. Um, but yeah, he has been very inconsistent of late. But all right, let's get down. People get over on these courses too, from and and just all of a sudden, you see some different names start to show up. It's like the Open yeah. Championship. So yeah, sure, plenty of variants for sure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, kind of getting into that 
80 to 1, 100 to 1, 130 to 1 range. I think Can I give you props real quick on this 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 range? Cuz I think there're probably some guys in this range who are on this list. Mm-hmm. But you threw in the nut hut, which I thought was great. You did you did a little research on guys in good form mm-hmm. on the DP World Tour. You had a long list of folks, and I yeah. would bet that as we get above seventy five to one, some of those names pop up here, uh, which yeah. I think it's good. You know, one of the things I thought about as I'm looking at this range and really looking at this, you know, the next couple weeks here. Um, who are the guys that are playing well on the on the DP World Tour? I mean, it's a little different. A lot of the tools that we use, whatever tools you like to use from a stat standpoint, whatever, they don't pull in some of the stuff from the European yep. Tour. They don't pull in the stats. They don't pull in um, the players who are in good recent form. So if you go in the nut hut, that's the kind of information you can get. Love it. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm probably going to do some more on that. I mean, I think there, especially in DFS, I think there's a, a great advantage um, to uh, – you know, to understanding some of these guys and, and also understanding that your models are likely going to get, are, they're going to be a little bit thrown off because it, it is, I mean, there, you can't really compare a guy who's full-time on the PJ Tour and a guy who's full-time on the DP World Tour in strokes gained approach. Like, it's just not going to be super accurate. So yeah. um, it, it is kind of tough. I, I went on that list kind of based off of who's in good form and also it helped if they had played here before or played in the Aberdeen or whatever. Uh, a lot of those guys have not, but um, yeah, it's an interesting list. I mean, the first name for me is is not a name that people are going to be unfamiliar with, and he was pretty chalky here last year. Bo- uh, Bobby Mack is is playing good golf again. Um, I, he kind of had a little slip, I want to say, um, at one point. I don't know if it was injury related, but Robert McIntyre, the 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 Scottish uh, the Scottish son, coming off a T four just last week in the Himmerland, made in Himmerland. Um, and really good finishes. I mean, top 20 at BMW, Porsche, uh, top 10s, had three top 10s in a row earlier this year in Korea, uh, the Handa and the Magical Kenya Open. Bobby Mack is, uh, you know, definitely a Scot with some promise and some real chops. He's played well in majors before. So I, I think, you know, he's around, where is he? Let's see. Uh, you can get him at 110 to 1 on points bet right now. Yeah, I like I like I was looking at him too. You know, it's interesting if you look at the books. The I wonder if Fanduel has a European Tour specialist or TP World Tour specialist because there's the the difference in odds between them and the other ones is it, it seems to show itself more on these these uh, traditional DP World Tour guys like Bobby Mack. I mean, he's sixty five to one on Fanduel, but a hundred to one on BetMGM, mm. um, and I feel like there's a there's several in here that the biggest difference is the is the guys that we don't typically see, um, and he's one of them that I was looking at there. Yeah, I like Bobby Mack. Can I give you like a kind of just a gut feel? And and it may not be it's not going to be like super off the radar because everybody loves this guy, but I mean he's not really checking the boxes like he was earlier in the season or last year. But Sahith kind of stands out to me here. With his putting, yeah. with his short game, kind of the creativity element. Um, he didn't. He didn't play here last year, but so I mean, you know, limited links record may mean that. And this isn't. This course isn't like super linksy, but it's links ish. Yeah, I, I don't know if if the outright is is the right spot, but it just feels like a if Sahith is popping and peaking, you know, if he's feeling good, a hundred to one on points bet. Just feels like a good good spot for him. You, you, everybody's missing fairways, right? Why, you know, thirty-one yard average wide fairways, and then it's even not that bad if you're in the rough, uh, which is good for Sahith. And then, you know, great creativity around the greens. The, the green to reg rate is not super high either. So if everybody else is missing greens, I don't know. I just I feel like this is an interesting spot for him. He's not been playing great. The finishes haven't been there since the Heritage, but I don't know. I could yeah. see it turning around here. I could see that. Would you? Would you look at Gary Woodland at all? Yeah, I have him written down, and yeah, I, and it just hundred to one. It's like we've been doing this a long time, and Gary's been with us the whole way. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I don't know that I've ever. I don't know that he's ever been a part of like. A, I don't think I've ever hit him outright. I don't think I've ever had him in a, in a 
DFS lineup where I crushed. But I still keep writing his name down. His name, I write his name right here. Right underneath yeah. Bobby Mack and Sahith, I have Gary Woodland. And there's a tear, a, a tear that fell from my eye that stained my paper right next to him. Because yeah. I just know that well, it's, it's lost efforts. Maybe this is the week. Maybe this is the week that it happens. Um, yeah, another guy that's kind of in the same light as, as Bobby Mack, you know, Nikolai Hoygaard is, is very short or much shorter on FanDuel at 65 to 1. But he's 110 to one, um, or 100 to one on BetMGM. So there's a there's a big differential there. Um, now his, maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't know that <laughs> they don't know that his brother won last week. Yeah, maybe they got the wrong Hoygaard in there, huh? So his brother's the same. I mean, he's I'm seeing. Well, this is skipping. You know, going back a range, but he's at 70 to one on Bet BetMGM and 55 to one on FanDuel. So, um, big difference in there. Yeah. I think Victor Perez is interesting at yeah. 150 to one. I do too. I have him written down. Yeah. People in the chat talking about Thomas Detry. I've seen his name pop up. And we we talked about Detry as well um, in the uh, in the first look show. He does have a tremendous record at this golf course. Uh, last year was tenth, and then runner up in 2021 when Min Woo won, thirtieth in 2020 when Aaron Rye won. Um, hasn't you know? I, I feel like Detry's. A, little some like somewhat underachieved in his like full-time pga tour status would you agree i feel like i would agree i i guess he did start off he started off the year hot but then like everything lately has been bad so i mean he's had a good year uh, all in all it's been a good season he's got he a hasn't really what i felt like shown up in the on the biggest like in the big events with all the best players mm-hmm. i just I haven't seen that to me uh yeah i mean long term you know you would think he's a good putter he hits it plenty far um he's interesting i mean at triple digits i think he's he could definitely be worth a look at triple digits yeah um you know victor perez i had written down jordan smith i and everybody knows i love me some jordan smith good links record good finish here last year playing solid right now on the dp world tour jordan smith hits it a mile He's probably more of a top twenty or DFS play, but but I like him. Um, I don't I don't know that we're going to get a winner longer than that. Like that one twenty five to one Detri, hundred to one Bobby Mack kind of range. Yeah, I, I doubt kinda, that happens. Uh, I, uh, Richie Ramsey DT says lock it in. Yeah, he's the uh, he's a, he's another Scottish son. I think Richie is actually. I think he's actually more very like a lot more familiar with this area of North Berwick and Renaissance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15th in 2021 when Minwoo won 34th in 2019, the first year they had it here with uh, Burned. Did not play in it last year and is playing well right now. Um, I think he had the OWGR website is so damn slow, but um, I think he had a top five last week. Yes, he finished third. Uh, then he had a fourth, two three tournaments ago in the Scandinavian mixed. He had a seventh in Sadal. He's kind of had some, he's been peaking here lately. So I think Ramsey top 20 lock could be a good idea. Um, all right, let's get to some top 20s, Pat. How about it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, and by the way, like, you know, you were talking about some of these DP World Tour guys. We'll, we'll try to add some value in the hut. I think that'll be interesting to see in some of the head-to-head lines too, especially, you know, because every week I'm I'm shopping the head-to-head lines and putting in the Discord where the movement is, where the money's coming in, what the head-to-head betters and the the sharp books agree on and disagree on. I drop that in the research uh, channel every week in the Nut Hut. It's very interesting and good, like telling information, especially for for DFS purposes and and betting. But um, that it'll be fun to kind of watch these overseas books that are sharp, that know these guys a little bit better, where they set their head-to-head matchups against like regular tour guys and how that works. That'll be fun to to pick through but also I'll, I'll try to include at least one or two of these guys in a um in my sleepers pick video which is back this week also the emails are back this week chalk bomb heavy petting goes out on tuesday chalk bomb on wednesday our boy joe idoni is back and uh, all your regularly scheduled content and programming is back this week uh for the genesis scottish open had it kind of light last week um so oh by the way pat we should tell people that we're gonna we're gonna be together next week not for the podcast but Oh, yeah. The, la- the latter part of the week. Me and mm-hmm. Pat are going to go to Nashville. We're going to Nashville. The, the, the headquarters of our friends at SoBet 
going to the headquarters, do some content. Going to be doing the live chats on Wednesday from the Sobet house. That's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, mixing it up in, in Nash, Vegas. So if we got any listeners huh? around Nashville that want to hang, DM us, slide in our DMs. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll tell you where we're going. What's up? Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Never been to Nash, Vegas before. Oh, dude. Nash, Vegas is sick. Okay. Um, top 20s, two locks, one bomb. <sighs> My two locks will be Tommy Ladd at plus 100. I, I wanted plus money locks. Tommy Ladd at even money. And then Wyndham Clark at plus 160. And yes, I'm putting down Wyndham Clark as a lock at plus 160. I passed up everyone above him. I think I feel better about Wyndham Clark at plus 160. Okay. Um, well, I had Tommy Ladd written down, but um, I'll let you have that one, and I'll move up to Fitzy. I'll go with Fitzy at, at plus 105, so I'm pretty much even money there. Um, I, like, I like Fitzy on that one. And then... Um, <sighs> you know, DB, I, I really kind of want to go Adam Scott top 20, plus 210. Mm. I know you're not a fan of it, I can tell. You think, that's a, you think that's a lock? I think it's a lock. I, I like Adam Scott a lot this week. Yeah. I do. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right, what about a bomb? I tell you what, TV, this is another one I think that you, you might not like, but I'm hearing this guy, even, there's even talks of this person, this older man, being on the Ryder Cup team after he has been a captain of the Ryder Cup, and that is Padraig Harrington. <laughs> he is plus 500. Dude, I love Padraig Harrington. Top 20. I like, I like Patty to be in the top 20 at plus 500. Dude, I... I mean, you remember I had the big, uh, the big Padraig over Phil or, or uh, top senior bet at one of the one of the majors this year that hit. He like was, I, he was twenty seventh at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about. It was that one. I'm all about Padraig Harrington. I, I'm, I can get down with it. Um. All right. Well, since you're going off the off the rails, I'm going to go off the rails. I think I gave a plus eight fifty number last last week on Satoshi Kodaira. I'm going to give you an eight to one number. But if I'm going to give you an 8-to-1 number in Scotland, we better make sure it's a Scott, and it is. His name's David Law. D, uh, yes. D Law, never, baby. Yeah. We've talked about him before, haven't we? It's been uh, a I don't know. Um, he's, he's at least come up either in the nut hut or somewhere, but, but I know he's come up. So. He's had some good finishes lately. I like, I like where he's at. Obviously, the, the Scott. Um, 15th at the Bet Fred British Masters. 10th at the Scandinavian Mixed. And 6th at the Porsche European Open. D law, um, you know, I don't know. It'd be a bomb, but eight to one, top twenty. Be that'd be a good one. Be a good one to hit. Yeah. Um, like all right, you want to take a look at the Barbasol just to just peruse quickly? Yeah. Let's look at the Barbasol. Keen Trace Golf Club. You're gonna have scores in the mid twenties, probably win this thing. Um, and Lord, I mean, everybody freaking Trey Mullinax, defending champ. I think Troy Merritt's one here. Seamus Powers one here. Who else is one here? Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Vincent Norman is up there. Damn, that's crazy. Hold on. Uh, Taylor Pendrith, Lucas Glover, Vincent Norman, Peter Kest. Is it Kest or Quest? I noticed on the on the broadcast they were saying Quest, so it must be that. I think it's. I thought it was Kest. I did too, but like, isn't that a rule if you're a broadcaster? You have to know how to pronounce the name. You're supposed to say it right. But multiple well, yeah, people should, on yeah. the CBS broadcast were saying Quest. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, PDK, PDK. I like that dude a lot. Um, I mean, anybody up top you like? I mean, damn, Kevin Strillman at 30 to 1. Cam Champ, I'm not doing that. Dude, wait a minute. There's another. Oh, no, that's Norgard. I was about to say, there's another Hoygard. There's a triplet. Nick, Nicholas Hor- Norgard Mahler is at 40 to 1. Where is that? Who? I have no idea who that is. Nicholas Norgard Moller. Moller. Oh, uh, I'm looking at DK odds. He's actually shorter on DK. Yeah, 35. Um, Akshay's in there. I think, I think Peter at 25 to 1 and Vincent Norman at 28 to 1. Yeah, I like, I like Norman. V Norman. V Norm's hot. I mean, you could, you could go in with another old, old guy, get you some Streelman. 
Yeah. Where are you seeing it? I see 30 to 30. 1. He's yeah. 30 everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Chad Ramey's kind of been doing all right. Mm-hmm. He's a winner. He makes putts 50 to 1. Uh, our boy Justin Lauer's back in the field. It's good to see. I don't think I want. Dude, Grayson Murray. Grayson... He has been playing well. Yeah, he, he kind of has. He's 55 to 1. Hasn't he? Yeah, he's won here before. Grayson Murray's won here before. I think Murray is definitely in play for sure. The way he's been playing, he does he still have Kip Henley on the back? Yeah. Kip was his guy when he just won. I mean, Grayson won on the Corn Ferry Tour just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think Marty Dew's interesting. He's a guy he's, we've seen flash on the leaderboard. As a matter of fact, he was on my betting card last week. Doesn't mm-hmm. cut. Um, I mean, are you going to look at Novak at all? No. He, I don't know. I mean, what about Troy Merritt? 45 to 1. Barbasol yeah. champ Troy is surging right now. Yeah. I mean, maybe a, might be a really good top 20 number because he's got to make a move. He's, he's, gonna, he's in trouble if he doesn't make a move. Um, who else? Anybody I'm scrolling down? Ryan Gerard's been, he played all right last yeah. week, 70 to 1. Harry Higgs. Kiridex in the field. Yeah, I just noticed that. Hell yeah. I could Smotherman's th- made the cut last week. He's, a, he's up there, well, 65 to 1. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Jazz. 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 Jenna Watanon. He's in here. It, I haven't seen. I thought he'd be over. A, he, uh, he always seems to pop up at the Open Championship, but he's over here. Dang. I didn't know that. He, I didn't. I thought he was done. Satoshi's at 110 to 1. That ain't bad. Blixed. Nope. Okay. Um, bring him up again. Who else? Boy, this is. Uh, how about Kevin Roy, who had a huge week? He's 150 to 1 right now. That seems like a good value. Cody Gribble. Have you noticed Cody Gribble doing weird stuff like finishing well? Yeah, he's. Cody Gribble. Uh, yeah, you're your guy that you brought up early in the year that finished well. I don't know what tournament that was. I'm going shorter again because I think I'm seeing around 65 to 1, but. Uh, Augusto Nunez, I think, yeah. is a, is an interesting one too. Do you know that Jason Duffner gained strokes putting last week? Mm, him and Lucas, are they taking lessons together? What if they are? I didn't see a video of the brunch yeah. deck. He's two fifty to one on points bet. Mm. You know he's good to just ball strike. You know. Oh yeah, he's Soren Kjeldsen. Yeltsen's in here. Remember him? Remember that guy? Yeah. God, we love that guy. This is kind of like a throwback event. Where's uh, George McNeil? Give me some of that, huh? Max McGreevy's in here. Maybe he can do something, save his professional golf career. Um, damn, Jeff Overton's in here. We could put together a, a an all year that we started 2015 lineup. Yeah, Jeff Overton, Kevin Stadler, Bo Van Pelt. That'd be fun, huh? Or anybody in the chat got anything? Um, oh, Dirt McGirt. We could put, put he's McGirt been playing in all right. I know. He's Darren he's says we do a Barracuda championship next week on Monday, too. Darren, I doubt it with it being the open. I doubt it with it being a major, probably not. Probably all efforts devoted to the open, more than likely. By the way, a little PSA uh, if you're if you're playing DFS, uh, S if it says S Stallings, that's that's Steven. That's Stephen Stallings. Okay? Yeah, it's not Scott Stallings. Yeah, so make sure you get you don't just think why is Scott Stallings so cheap in this field? Yeah. Okay, Darren said no guard. Muller's been good on the good on the European tour. All right. Well, I mean, obviously that's why he's thirty five to one. Kid's crushing it. David speaks. Grayson Murray he likes he likes G Murray. Myron, I Camp Champ. I just the guy pisses me off so bad. His putter is so terrible. It's so terrible. Mm-hmm. But you're right on Gerard, Akshay, Akshay and a Rory double. That's what our boy Vince says. By the way, shout out Vince Maggiata, who hit the 9-1 to Save Your Ass Sunday parlay. If you guys aren't reading that, you're missing out. Every Saturday night, Sunday morning, that thing drops. And it's just a fun little, fun little position, placement, whatever parlay that Vince puts together to hopefully save you some units. And uh, he did it this week, 9-1, to almost 9-1 to shot. With um, Todd Aberg and uh, Sepp finished positions, crushed it. Darren Walker, Matthias Schmidt, eighty to one play here in college. 
could have won last year. Okay, there you go. Look at that. Darren, Darren pulling out some good intel there. Schmidt played in, in Kentucky, I guess, at college. Isn't that where this is? Yeah. It's in Lexington. Lexington, yeah. all right. Nice. Um, watch Strillman win. Jimmy Hearn, past champ. Yeah, that's right. Seven birdies in a row last week. Damn, did he, huh? Jim Herman did it to him, seven in a row? I didn't see that. Look at him. God. Jeez. All right, I think that's it. That's an hour. We got everything in, including the Barbasol. Check out the DFS show. We're going to do that. That'll probably drop tonight. And, yeah, save your units. Hold on to your units. Wait. Wait to fire. Think, close your eyes and think about your grandma or do math in your head or, you know, random 90s baseball players. Whatever it keeps you, whatever it keeps you from, you know, spending your unit too soon. You guys all know how to do that. You're all probably very, very well versed on that. So just hold off. A lot of intel dropping in the Nut Hut Discord. Pumped about that. Check out our friends at SoBet and Leaderboard. And let's bend over your bookie. I got to have some juju this week, y'all. Everybody stretch your hands this way. Come on, stretch them. Stretch them. Bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. All right, thanks. Bend over your bookie. See you. Out. Oh!